0: Previously on Just Cow in the City. They didn't have McDonald's when I was growing up. Why should I do that? I thought you were driving. Let me guess. It's a bunch of those assholes that keep parking at the fire hydrants and they ruined it for everybody. How does that guy not thank me for holding the goddamn door? I'm not the doorman. Where's our waitress? What have you done with her? You sure about that five minutes? I mean, look at the life I lead and the tragedy that I have to endure on a daily basis. Ha-cha, just got in the city Everybody's here looking good and pretty Been down, isn't it a pity Trying to make things looking bright and chippy All around people seem crazy Walking around trying not to be lazy But at night, it's a different place Making it work in your own space Come on, come on and dance all night I'm here each week, it'll be alright Cause it's just out in the city Cause it's just out in the city Cause it's just out in the city! Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of Just Gow in the City, August uh, technical birthday edition, in a way, August 9, coming up on another year of somehow still alive, Dave Just Gow, because the next time we meet, my birthday will have passed, and birthdays are a big deal in the Dave Just Gow household to say household is me and it used to be my cat, but it's not. No, let's not start off in a way like that, although I must. I mean, oh, my God. May, am I putting on a front? Maybe. I got car problems that, you know, that everybody can understand that. That's trouble. Just happened yesterday. And after this, I got to do something. So I don't know. You know, I guess I'll after I do this, there's something there's something hanging from my car. And of course, I found out in the Lincoln Tunnel, where apparently everybody's car makes noises all of a sudden, you know, you know something bad's going to happen. I mean, it just, how is that possible? Or maybe that's the thing when you start hearing the noise, because it's in the tunnel, and you can finally hear noise, you know, because it's so confined. Maybe that's the only issue or something, but oh my God, it's so ridiculous. So, you know, I'm driving and I'm like, what is that noise? What is happening now? What is this? I got to take the car tomorrow somewhere. You know, then so I, I, find, I get it to the garage. I'm like, if I could just make it to the garage. And when I say a garage, I don't mean a mechanic garage. I mean, just my garage where I can store shit. I look under the car and I see this socket hanging. So it doesn't look that bad, but it's like dragging. So that's what the noise was. Who knows what it's attached to. I call up the guy this morning and I say, you know, I got this. Can you just tie it up so I can at least take it out tomorrow? And he's like, yeah, bring it in at three. Maybe I could take a look. And I'm like, you know, three. That's when Alana and I usually record the podcast, which, of course, you know, has become problematic in the sense that, you know, I have limited time to record the podcast now because he works. I work and I work over the weekends. I do, do it on my lunch break. But this is like a big wrap up show. And sometimes it takes over an hour. And I have you know an hour for lunch, so that's why we were going to do it on Friday. And now I've ruined everything, or my car has, but you can't blame an inanimate object, I suppose. But I would like to yell at it anyway. But I can never yell at my car. It's got me through a lot of stuff. So, I don't know. Start from the beginning or just tell you about the future? I can't figure it. All right, so let's just... That's what I got to do after this, which is annoying. Because it's hot today, too. And I'm not complaining. Well, yes, I'm complaining about the heat. But I swear to God, and I know we talked about it last week, and I guess we'll continue to talk about it for the rest of our existence just because the media is just such a bag of shit when it comes to this weather-related stuff. Yeah, it's hot. I know we talked about it last week. I just can't get us started. So now I am experiencing the hot, which I've been experiencing anyway because I've been walking home in dress shirts and pants. I met my friend yesterday. He was in a fucking tie. You know, you just got to live life. It gets cold. It gets hot. But for the media to be like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? We're all going to die. They, apparently, there's so little going on. That's all they've got left. We got to talk about the record heat, the record heat. What kind of record heat? It gets hot in fucking August. I know. We've already talked about it last night. We're going to talk about the weather. Then he got a horrible podcast. It's really sticky today. And now I got to walk to the garage and then walk back and, uh, you know, just being out even for a second from going to your car to the garage is, uh, it's one of those tough days, but it's not like I never experienced this in 1976 or like I said in 1776, it happens. I'm not going to, I'm not going I'm not going to get upset about this. I'm not going to let this ruin a festive occasion. I'm not going to do a free-floating jazz odyssey. Oh, my God. A lantern bug just Have you seen these new lantern bugs? I don't know if you have them in the rest of the world or country. They're new. They're they're imported from Japan. They're called lantern bugs. They're all over the place. I don't think they do any harm, but they're all over the place like cicadas. So I see them down by my office in the battery. One just flew by the window. One was outside my car yesterday. They're following me. Or there's just so many of them. And how the fuck do they get here from Japan? It's got to be some douchebag who carried it in his luggage. You know, it's always other people that cause problems for everybody else. All right. Now, this is a big day for me because, I mean, in the sense of tomorrow and this week coming up. I'm going to tell you about last week, and then I'll go into what's going to happen this next week, which has nothing to do with you guys. (laughs) It's just, uh, well, it does in the sense if you want to hear great stories about the city and beyond, and the, the absolute nothingness that, that is a, a, a panic. I, I'm almost as bad as the media. I blow up things into crazy proportion, but at least I make them funny. The people on the news don't know how to make weather funny. I mean, Al Roker kind of does, but uh, that's where it ends, of course. Well, I will uh, just start with Sunday. You know, I work every day now and from 8 to 4 on Sundays, just here at the house, which, of course, is a true pleasure. I don't know. I'm not going to deny it. It's, it's really great working from home. I just wish I could work five days a week from home. It's a pain in the ass having to go to the office, right? But it's not even a pain in the ass. It's just a pain in the ass because I got nothing to do there. So I'm just sitting there like a fucking idiot. At least in my house, I can be productive. That's all I'm saying. So I feel like my job is more of like an on-call job. Like when they need me, I'm there. And I don't think they care if I don't do anything and if they do, I don't know, there's some idiot that is apparently like the big boss, but she had a heart problem. So she hasn't been there and they're all like, oh, she's going to come back. And I'm like, well, when and why does she get so much time off? I just I feel like other people just get, um, you know, a lot of extra privileges than I do, especially nowadays as the older white man. I get no privileges I mean, because I'm telling you at the office, everybody's got a deal. All, all I said last week, I was like, hey, listen, I'm thinking about drinking heavily on Monday. Do you think I could work from home Tuesday? And they're like, well, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. There's a girl that calls up and she said, when nobody's at the office, I'm not coming in. There's another girl who works from home five days a week. I don't know why. Oh, oh that's right. I'm sorry. She's not vaccinated. So she gets to work at home five days a week. Also, like I said last week, she fucks up this guy's stuff. She doesn't have to work on this guy. And I'm like, I've made all the wrong choices. By trying to be a proper member of society and getting vaccinated, doing a good job, I'm getting shit on while people like that are somehow excelling and getting what they want. I'm doing everything the wrong way, and I know you guys know exactly what I'm talking about because I'm sure you guys are just like me. You try and do, be good at your job, and somehow you get screwed for it because there's slackers that seem to get by. So anyway, working uh, from home is still pretty cool. And on Sunday, I uh, was finishing work and I wouldn't, you know, like I had no plans on Sunday and I was glad because I'm like, good, I'll take a nap at four o'clock. That's what I'm going to do because I'm exhausted. I didn't sleep Saturday into Sunday. I'm like, I'm going to take a nap at four o'clock. That's going to be great because I think Alana and I both did both Billy Joel podcasts at one, like on my lunch hour in that day. And sometimes I've, you know, taken my lunch hour and taken a nap. And it's been fantastic because then I'm really productive afterwards, which is really the best thing about working at home, that you can actually take a nap on your lunch hour. It's fantastic, right? Because you could technically eat lunch whenever you want to. If you're working from home, you can eat lunch while you're sitting at your desk. So I get a call like around three o'clock from uh, my friend Jasmine. Uh, you might have seen the picture on Instagram. I'll please, uh, show it on the bonus show. She's gorgeous. She's a lawyer. She just got divorced. And she's like, hey, do you want to get some coffee? Because she knew I worked until 4. And I'm like, really? You want to get it now? Because now I'm like, "Uh," But I'm like pushing myself. I'm like, what am I talking about? Come on, let's do it. We know we'll want to have done it after it's done. So let's push myself and we'll get out and that'll be that, right? Don't be this guy who works until, you know, works until 4 and then doesn't do anything. You know, I mean, that's the whole key is I can still go out and do stuff because it's only 4 o'clock. So I said, yeah, let's meet because she's like, I only have two weeks in the neighborhood or whatever. And I don't know whether you know, but she used to be the super in my building's daughter. Well, she still is, you know, but she used to live here in the building. I've known her since she was 15. She's 37 now. So she wanted to hang out. I was really, oh, my God, it was so nice to see her. She looks amazing. And we had a really nice time. And she loves comedy. So she's always down at the cellar and stuff like that. And, you know, like I said, I've known her for a very long time. You know, told her all the guys she should not be going out with would have definitely said, don't marry this guy. But I guess I wasn't in her life back then because she's been traveling all over and, you know, finally landed in Cleveland. I said, let me guess. You followed this douchebag over to Cleveland. She's like, well, I, you know, when you follow a boy, what have I always said? You can't follow a boy. You know, that's on you. Anyway, she's having lots of problems finding a man, if you can believe it, because uh, she has the same thing as Sarah. In the sense, you know, most men uh, feel emasculated with a woman that does better than them. It's very difficult, you know. That's I, I didn't say that, but I'm just like, well, you've met your match then, because I have no problems with that. Well, anymore, but for years that was an issue for me. I would have, a, I definitely had a problem dating somebody who was doing because that's the reason I'm not married. <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, it never worked out for me, but that was the reason I'm not married because the plan was to always get. A job, like a real job, like a career job, not just a temporary job, which is what I've had my entire life, a career job, you know, and you sit there and you know who, but I was smart. I didn't want to bring a girl into this. How many guys do we know? And I'm not, Yeah, guys, I'm just, I'm not going to say it's girls that just say, oh, you know, I mean, just how many girls are I got to talk out of like, you know, when they're dating a musician or something like this girl. Uh, a couple of months ago, if you remember, and she bought her uh, her boyfriend a steak. Remember, I paid for it. She bought her. She's dating a musician. He's like, "Yeah, once once our album comes out, then we can get married." You know, it's always once this, once that, and that never works out. And that's so like, yeah, once I get my series, <laughs> you know, and of course that never happened, so I never got married. And that is the reason, you know, it's like you see how people get married once they become successful; they seem to instantly get married. I mean, if you look at any you know, the people that we see that we know in celebrity wise, I guess you're, I'm talking about because that's who, you know, we follow. And even if you're not a celebrity, if you're just a, a personality, once you get your, uh, what is, uh what's her face say, uh, Mer- Melanie Griffith and Working Girl. Once I get my end working or whatever she says, uh then I'll be able to make my moves. And so that's unfortunately the way. And why wouldn't I think that way? What am I going to Marry someone like an asshole when I'm you know, waiting tables somewhere? Who wants to live like that? Is it that necessary to have a kid when you're poor? Is that the way you want to raise a kid? So that's the line I was thinking. Uh, unfortunately, you know, I mean, it just, uh, you know, nothing, nothing. I mean, that's, you know, people have kids. They don't think about the repercussions. You know, we talk about this all the time. When you have six kids and you're on a fixed income, you're a fucking asshole. So you're not thinking about anybody but yourself. You know, you should only have, ki- I mean, listen, if everybody, you got to have a kid, and you, you don't, you have limited means, that's okay. You have two kids, you have any more than two kids and you're on limited means, you're an asshole. Seriously, that's the you know, unless, I mean, you, you try, if they're unexpected, what are you going to do? But you try your best to be smarter and be more intelligent, not just for you, for your kids. And when you sit there and go like, oh, I love my kids, you don't love your kids, you just love yourself. Because you're not thinking of everyone else involved maybe the strain you're putting on natural resources or the strain you will be putting on your kids by having too many when you don't have enough money to even send one of them to college. But everybody's got to have the experience and everybody deserves the experience. So I'm just saying one or two kids is good. If you're my cousin, then why not have 10 kids? What's, you know, that guy, he's got money. That's the way to do it, right? I mean, is that crazy thinking? I don't don't think so. It's very unselfish. Because that is what that is let alone the stupid catholic church shit that's always a problem when i was trying to go out with somebody and if they like i remember there was one girl i was dating she was a photographer for a magazine for a glamour magazine she had a really good job i was trying to make it because it was at this time i said well let me try and make this work i know she is better than me and she makes more money and she's more professional but come on let's Let's do this. But it took all of my energy kind of going into my Jessica Dan character <laughs> to uh, make it work, especially when she would be like, oh, my God, I'm making so much money. But that would annoy anybody. You know, it's hard to rub that into a, somebody's face. But she shouldn't have to change just because I'm a man and tell me she's doing something different. I, you know, I'm with that 100 percent, it's just tough. But a, a woman shouldn't have to not tell her successes to her partner just because he might feel oh, you're not doing as well. it's not fair but I tried really hard with this girl but uh, this girl turned out to be a crazy crazy jerk off not crazy crazy but just she was very nasty at the end and in fact I don't know whether I told you guys and who knows which podcast it could be on but about a year ago she called me I guess she got married and then she called me because she got divorced and everybody calls me after they get divorced so why wouldn't I think I'm like, hey. <laughs> but anyway, she calls me. She goes, yeah, she was trying to get in touch with me and I was blocking her and blocking her and then she finally called and she goes, oh, hi. I don't know if you remember me. I'm like, I don't know if you remember me. What the fuck kind of... We went out for like a year and a half. I mean, <laughs> who talks like that? And she goes, yeah, I'm back in town. I'm divorced. You know, I thought maybe we could hang out. I'm like, and I said, I'm like, listen... Kid, I, you know, I'm, it's nice to hear from you, but you were really mean to me the last time we saw each other, and uh, I'm afraid I just can never, I can never let that go. And she goes, "Really? I don't remember." And I'm like, "Well, see, that's half the problem." Uh, no, so I got into an accident. I don't remember. That happens a lot. I'll be talking to girls, and I'm like, "Yeah, do you remember this thing?" And she goes, "I'm so I got into an accident. I don't remember." Because you know, most of my girls commit suicide or get into accidents, obviously, or just die. So I guess they have to get into accidents too. Nobody leaves unscathed, which is why I don't have a girlfriend now because now everybody knows the story. Now everybody's afraid to, you know, it's like that time with Olga when she's like, well, I really like you and I'd like to go out with you, but I don't want to die. And, you know, you have to say to yourself, well, she's got me there. So what are you going to do? Anyway, this uh, girl had the same problem. But, of course, I think this is a COVID-related problem. See, he was a photographer, too. Well, maybe that's the problem. You know, don't date a photographer. And she's a lawyer. And she's a go-getter. You know, and she likes working. She likes working. She likes being busy. I mean, I've seen it in the sense of she likes being busy. She likes if she's not working. She likes to travel. And then she likes to do this and that and be out of the house. You know, And be out of the house at 4 o'clock after work. And go to the comedy show late at night. And I go, why do you keep going late at night if you're you're tired all the time? She goes, because you told me that was the best time to go. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yes, I did. It is. (laughs) And I stand by it. You know, so this guy, after COVID, he lost all his work. He's a photographer. He lost all his work. And then, like me, for three years, just sat around and kind of gave up. I I mean, that's the good reason I'm glad I wasn't married, because I'm pretty sure my wife would have left me, too. Like, what are you doing? Are you going to get a job? I mean, everybody at the end, you know how it was. I told you all about it. Everybody's like, you're going to have to get a job. You're going to have to get a job. I'm like, I don't want to get a job. Why, why do I have to get a job? Everything was going great before COVID. Why do I have to get a job again? It's not fair. Well, what are you going to do? Yeah, That was the end of that. So I, I get it. And it, the same thing, if we were married at that time, me and ja- I mean, prob- same thing, she probably would have left me too because I became kind of a bum. And I don't want to say kind of. I was a bum. I wasn't doing anything. I was sleeping late. I'm telling you, I was acting like the Bill Murray character in Stripes, except he had a taxi driver. He had a cab driving, a cab Driving job, but he lost that too when he left that lady on the bridge. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's all that cough syrup I drank this morning. I am taking your number down. I've never gone this way before. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of ways I've gone that you haven't. What is your name? John Ringer. What kind of a name is Ringer? Winger. Well, I'm adopted. I spent most of my life in institutions surprise me you look like a typical low life character to me actually i'm a photographer i took this job because i love people there's nothing i enjoy more than meeting someone like yourself and getting to know you and then taking a few action photos of you while i drive Will you stop? turn around and watch the road for the pictures thank you so much aren't you going too fast Oh, it's not the speed, really, so much. Uh, I just wish I hadn't drunk all that cough syrup this oh, morning, my. you know? Oh, my. We're going to be killed! Oh, no. Just keep your hands on the killed. wheel and slow down. Not killed. no. <laughs> you, you should have your license taken away. Hi. I'm going to write your name down and see that it's given to the proper authorities, G-E-R. You're a bum, and that's all you'll ever be, a bum! Well, that hurts, ma'am. And I don't think I want to take your abuse. And I know I don't want to take you and your luggage to the airport. How about that, huh? Anyway, we had a great time. We just uh, went to this restaurant and um I was nervous cuz it was 4:30. So I'm like, "Wait, what are we are we ordering lunch or dinner? What's happening?" And she and she's like a kind of a vegan. So I'm like, "Uh, oh, Jesus Christ." So she orders like a salmon salad, so I, now she said she's eating eggs. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, and we whatever place she chose was another I don't want I say crummy Stompatorium, but it kind of was. But it was in the neighborhood, so I'm like, whatever. And it was easy, and nobody was there, so it was cool. And it was pleasant. So I'm like, well, I'll just have a Caesar salad with some chicken. I really just wasn't sure what I was doing, and I didn't want to look eating a big meal while she was having a salad. So I had a, a chicken Caesar, and it was pretty good. She finished hers. Boy, she really woofed it down. And uh, I was eating really slow because I get nervous that I'm going to whoop it down in front of somebody. So it's really, you know, it's difficult eating uh, with one person if they're not, you know, you haven't seen them in a long time. You got to be proper and you got to use table manners and, you know, eat slower. It's not like what happened to me yesterday, which I'll tell you in a second where you're eating with a couple of guys that you're like, they don't give a shit what the fuck I do. (laughs) I'm going to just pick up this steak and start eating it. was, And then I walked her to where she's staying at her uh, mother's house, which is amazing, on Park Avenue. She's like, well, this is me. And I'm like, this is you? People live here? Talk about snobatoriums. Wow. Boy. We had a really nice time, though, I got to say. It was really great. But the funny thing is, so it was 4 o'clock, right? I had no plans at 3.30. And at 4 o'clock, I'm about to leave. And then Steve Mandel, who was kind enough to take me in a lawn to the billy joe concert calls he goes hey are you going to be home for a couple of minutes or i want to drop something off and i'm like you got to be kidding me i just made first of all i've been home all day and i just made plans to leave he's like no i want to drop some come on just say and i'm like no i i gotta meet this girl they, they were set plans already i'm sorry i mean i just made them says so like, well you can meet can you meet me at rockefeller center i'm like no and, and i know he's trying to do something kind but i'm like i'm sorry i'm sorry you can leave it with my doorman i don't want to be a dick. I'm like. Well, you know, can you why don't I tell you where we're gonna be and you can just meet me at the restaurant and drop it off there? He's like, nah, I'll just drop it off to you, doorman. So he he ends up dropping it off with my doorman and when I go downstairs it had already been dropped off. So I was home uh, and then, but I missed him and he didn't he didn't call and say oh, I'm dropping it off now. I'd be like, Well, hold on, I'm still here. So I could have seen him, he so kind. He got I saw him buy it then, I didn't know it was for us. He bought me in a lawn Like a poster of, you know, July 20th, Billy Joel MSG sold out. Like he got it. It's an official one he got at the garden. And he framed it. It was so nice, you know? So then I felt like a complete asshole that I didn't get to see him. It was so ridiculous. But anyway, after I dropped Jasmine off, I came back home. I got to my building. I ran into everybody that's ever lived here. I mean, it was just really weird. like I couldn't get it. I was dying to see what, what was in the, the package you got me. So I'm holding it. So I, I see this girl outside. Oh, no, I know what it was. Right. I see this girl outside, really pretty girl who lives in the building with her really awesome dog. That was like a, like a husky or something. And she's guarding the car. And I'm like, hey, can you do me a favor if you're going inside? And tell me if this uh, blonde woman is in there sitting on the couch. I, I, I don't want to run into her. Um, today she's like, uh, okay. And then, see, she did it. And I was, she's like, there's nobody there. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. And while we were talking, she came out, you know, that girl Bonnie. And I uh, was like, oh, I'm so, oh, shit, she's right here. You know, like it was really, she just must have come off the elevator right after. And I'm like, this is the one I was talking about. She's like, that's the one you were talking about? I'm like, yeah, yeah, she's. And then she goes like, hey, Dave, uh, w- just tell Mike Bloomberg I'm going to get coffee, okay? So it was perfect because I was telling the girl. That this woman was crazy and then she said something like that which validated everything because the girl must have thought I was crazy too and then she's like and I, she's like what does that mean it means I've said it means that she thinks for some reason I'm in cahoots with the ex-mayor of this city and trying to have her electricity cut off and and somehow I'm involved and she's like that's insane I'm like that's that's what I'm trying to tell you <laughs> And then I go, so you live in the building where, you know, I guess her and her husband, which is so cute. Well, actually, she goes, yeah, we live in. I'm like, where do you live on this side or this? She goes, we live in Penthouse A. And I'm like, oh, well, uh, good luck with And then I that, talk about feeling emasculated. Hey, yeah. So so then, uh, you know, we were talking for a while. I go back in and then I run into this woman, Sabella. Her name is Sabella, but it used to be Tony Amber. And then before that, it was something else. And I think I've told you, I mean, she's a very crazy, crazy woman who lives, you know, on my floor, but she has a parrot. She also has a dead parrot in the freezer and a live parrot in her apartment. She she gets special compensation here in the building where we all have to bring our garbage downstairs, but she doesn't. You know, this kind of shit drives me insane. She doesn't because, because the landlord has decided... Oh, she's crazy. Just let her do what she wants. You see what I'm saying? Anyway, it's just weird that it happens to the office, too. So I hadn't seen her in a long time, and I'm like, I was trying to get, I saw her come out of the car, but I was talking to my doorman about something, and I'm like, oh, there's nothing I can do. I can't run away. She's going to catch me, and she did. And she's like, oh, my God, your movie is fantastic. Your movie is fantastic, because I'm in a movie if you ever want to see it, it's, I mean, it's unwatchable, but I'm really funny in it, and I probably talked about it before. It's called Bird's Eye View, and it's on Amazon Prime. And I play a p- police detective. <laughs> I mean, it's really fucked up. I think I have orange hair, but I'm not positive. And this woman is insane, and as you would see from the movie. It's actually worse than Turbocharged, but might have more viewers because, I don't know, she, somehow, she told me finally that she comes from Money, so she's made like 30 films already. I said, but your film is the best. That's all she does, what she does. Your film is Your the best. And then she's telling me about her new film. And she's like, well, it's like a murder mystery, but I play, but I have this, I play this French, I play multiple characters. And I play this French woman, you know, who's trying to solve this investigation. And I sing, and I sing this song. And she's like, if <laughs> And she's doing this in the fucking lobby, right? And she's but she's singing the entire song and if you know that there is a place to go and I'm like, well, oh good, but I'm like, yeah wait, it continues I mean it was yeah and and it was just like an ady Hall. How long can I keep this smile frozen on my face? Look at this guy dancing around and everything, and then she finishes that song and then she goes i also play this southern bell where i'm like hi dearie if you're gonna solve a, a murder investigation in this town oh man!" i'm like oh boy this sounds like i can't wait to see the movie you know you want to be polite because you feel like she could really uh well she's really insane i mean really i mean look at the loonies in my building and How embarrassing for me to even say that anybody's a lunatic when I sit here going like, and let me tell you about the weather. It gets hot in the summer. What is the matter with people? I'm just as bad as they are. But, I mean, this is really movie-like crazy. Like, if I depicted this in a movie, people would be like, well, see, that's an exaggeration. People like that don't exist. Although, if you're watching Only Murders in the Building, uh, you know, you see people like that all the time, so... Those are the kind of neighbors you have in a New York City building. Oh, God, was that hilarious. Oh, okay, great. Okay. No, 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 I'm finished. <laughs> I would have given anything to have that on. I wonder if I can get the cameras from the lobby. I don't think they have sound. Although the sound wouldn't even be necessary. I wonder if they'd give it to me because just her motions and my reactions would be good enough. You wouldn't need the sound. You would understand. The, the smile frozen on my face, <laughs> trying to be very polite. Carrying that thing that, that guy, you know, that, that the framed photo, trying to get upstairs. I think I was carrying dry cleaning too. I don't know. I was carrying something else. It was another box of something. I don't know. It was really funny. And then later that day, I was talking to Vincent because I hadn't talked to him in two weeks because I was mad at him for leaving that, leaving me at that magic show. But I can never stay mad at him. And we were talking. And he's like, Dave, um, I got to ask you a question. You know, um, I bought this sculpture. And, you know, H.R. Giger said to me, uh, when you get the sculpture, like, I don't know if you know who H.R. Giger is. He's dead now. But he's the one that created, you know, the alien and aliens. And I think the species in species, you know, the Natasha, what's her name? Hendrich. I think the species, you know, he creates all these weird sculptures. If you ever heard of him, H.R. Giger, legendary artist who's dead now, but he just died. You know, like, you know, like recently, it's not like he died in the 1930s or anything. And it's just so funny. Here's Vincent again going. So Giger says to me, but I knew this one because we all had a, a re- We knew Giger's. A uh, publicist who just died. His name was Les, and I was actually—he he wasn't the greatest guy, but he was—he uh, was okay. And we used to hang out sometimes, for you know, because we were drinking buddies. And he let me sit in this chair once that Giger made—this awesome chair with like skulls on it and stuff. But that was before camera phones, and I don't think there's a picture of me in it. I think Vincent has one. But I didn't get the goddamn picture, but I went to his house, saw all the stuff. And I think Sam Cedar bought some of his art because Les was like, you should buy some of it now. And Giger even told Vincent, like, you should get some of my stuff now. I don't, I'm not feeling good. <laughs> Whatever it is, I know Vincent bought something. Or no, he didn't have the money at the time. That's what it was, and neither did I. He's like, if you buy it for $10,000 now, and what did Vincent say it was worth? Maybe he said 200000 but he might have said half a million. A ten thousand dollar investment, and I know Sam Cedar. Uh, if you don't know him, he's like a like a radio left wing, you know, person. But I've known him for years. He used to be an actor, and he bought one when he had money. But I feel like he sold it after he his pilot like went down the tubes or something. He put all this money into this. I, I think I told you, he put in all this money into a movie where John Benjamin the voice of Bob's Burgers and the guy in Turbocharge and Archer, I, I put in my movie just to be relevant, blows up the World Trade Center. And that movie was made in 2000. <laughs> so in 2001, he was ruined because <laughs> the movie didn't come out yet. So he might have made the movie in August of 2001 and put all his money, personal money into it and then had to scrap the whole thing. It was a plot to blow up the World Fucking Trade Center. Yipes. That's bad luck. You know what? Right? I should relax that I've got some car troubles. Because that's bad luck. And I've definitely talked about that on the podcast before. That's really bad luck. It's not like Turbocharger. where I put all this money and I was pretty sure this was going nowhere. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I think he bought one and he had to sell it after that, which sucks. Because we all knew it was going to go up in value. Everyone knew. We just didn't have the money back then to do it. This guy, Giger, was already a legend from just 1979 alone, just from the original alien creature. And aliens, you know, he just got cooler and cooler and made these really far-out sculptures and paintings. He guy was out of his mind. But everybody knows when you're an artist, when you're dead, things are going to skyrocket, and here it was. It was like being it was like being friends with Picasso at the time. You're friends with Picasso. You know full well his his stuff is fucked up, right? Like, I mean, every Picasso was famous in his day, and then and, and you might not like like I don't get it. I don't get what you're doing. Would I want a Giger sculpture in my apartment? It's fucking terrifying. No, I mean, you'd have to be an idiot to not know it was going to go up in value when he's dead. It would really be like knowing Picasso. I mean, what Picasso lived until the nineteen seventies, I think. So you'd be a moron if you didn't like be like, well, this stuff is stupid. I don't want to hang it on my wall, but I should buy it now because it's definitely going to go up in value. Fortunately, uh, and this is the kind of thing like nowadays, I would have called my sister, "I'm like, we need to invest in this," and it would have been an easy sell too. I'm like, no, this is the guy that did Alien. Like at least there's there's stuff that you could prove, you know, show like. And certainly that stands the test of time. What are there, five alien movies? Then an alien versus predator. Then there's four species movies. I mean, just that alone, you know, has his name all over the credits. But it's just so funny the way Vincent is. Like, if if I didn't know, it would be like, so Giger says to me. (laughs) So Lauren Bacall says, come on, Vincent, let's fuck. So Yule Brenner says to me, do you want to get sushi? You know, it's always, it's hilarious every fucking time. I man at myself for cursing so much. I don't know why it doesn't matter, nobody cares, but I'd like to take it down a peg. There's no reason to use those kind of words, but sometimes, once in a while, you want to exaggerate a point. And there it, it is where it uh, you know, it was always Bill Cosby he was like, "Oh, don't do that. Only the jerk off does." I'm like, "Well, shut the fuck up. You are the jerk off. You're the jerk off to end all jerk offs." I like how all of our black Role models are just going down the toilet like him and Will Smith, all the people I, Michael Jackson, <laughs> all the people I was just like, oh man, see? I mean, seriously, I, I'm always on Marina Show. I'm like, no, I like black people. And i point out those three. <laughs> Fucking damn it. <laughs> oh, I'm an idiot. Speak to her, Alan. <laughs> Are you interested in dancing at all get lost creep what your dad she'd rather not so on monday i go to work right and uh i walked home all the way right normally on mondays i'm gonna stop at my bar now but because lindsay will be working but she wasn't working so i'm like good i'll go i'm gonna go five miles and he did but this time remember last week i told you i went to dinner with uh, my friend Alina and her daughter, and I found out the daughter works at a, like a boutique or a clothing store in Soho, and I said, well, I'll stop by next week, so I'm my way home, I went to go stop by, and I couldn't remember the name of the place, but I remembered where she said it was located, so I'm just like, I'm like, oh, this place, that's the one, yeah, 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 I remember, so I go in, and I don't see her, and I'm sweaty, and dressed, you know, I just look fat, and I'm carrying my backpack, and I just look really like a creepy there's just no other way to put it and i don't see her and i say well you know what john viddy when he was here told me a story that he went to go see his daughter's friend at work and he went to the cash register and he said hey can i see you know such and such i don't remember her name and they're like why he's like oh no it's cool uh i'm her you know friend's father or something i Whatever he was doing, you think he was making jokes. And I'm like, are you out of your mind making jokes? Because people just have no sense of humor anymore and you look creepy. And he was creepy. Like he just said, they all just thought I was creepy and it was awful. And I'm like, all right, so don't do that. I'm not going to ask anybody at the cash register. Hey, can I see my friend's kid who might work here? (laughs) You know, so I see this one girl working there. And she's, um, you know, really cute. I mean, but um, that's not why I'm saying it. It's just like she was cute in the sense I saw a customer come up to her and she's smiling. She's like, hi. Oh, yes, I can help you. And I'm like, you know, she's so smiley and in a good mood. Oh, I'll take a chance. I'll ask her. I'm like, I said, hey, um, do you know if this girl's working today? And she's like, "Uh, no, there's nobody here uh, who works like that. I'm like, no, no, it's cool. She's 15 years old. Like, sir, there are no 15-year-olds working here. Like, her smile went to a I'm going to call the cops uh, mode in like two seconds where I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. I'm a friend of the it just I kept making it worse and worse. I was sweating profusely. Uh, I really thought at any if I don't leave right now, she might call the cops or definitely her manager. It, I just kept making, no, no, I'm a friend of the families. It's completely okay for me to kidnap. I mean, no. Oh my god! I left there. She's like, I'm like, wow, that's really bad. Thank God she doesn't work there, because that would be awful. So I text her mother. I'm like, hey, I went in. Uh, uh, I'm glad she hasn't worked. I think I made things. For her. They probably let her go. Some creepy guy came looking for you, and man, it was weird. And you know, me usually have a pretty good demeanor and stuff, but unfortunately, you know, I have to keep remember I'm kind of an old man. And I, I can creep people out that are younger and don't know any better. You know, I, the old part has nothing to do with it. I have been creepy. I've said since I was like 19, I can go to a place. Just my look is just like, what's the matter with this guy? I don't know. So that's, I don't know. It was all weird. Anyway, the next day I decided to try again. My sister met me at the office and we, she's like, I want to walk. I want to do the walk with you. And I'm like, well, why don't you come on Tuesday That way you can be on the Comedy Cellar show, you know, walk me to the cellar and then we could do the walk from there. And it was another scorching hot day, but I don't mind, you know, I still do the walk come there all kind of sweaty, but I was like, Hey, let's go see if I can, since this time I, you know, text my, I'm like, what is the name of the goddamn store? She tells me the name. So I said, Beth, let's, let's try and go this time. So this time I'll bring my sister with me and, uh, it'll be less creepy. But unfortunately, my sister was all sweaty and gross, too. So everybody just looks creepy when they're all sweaty and gross. But there she was. But she was working at the cash register, and she was really busy. My sister was like, why is this store so busy at 5 o'clock in the afternoon? I said, I don't know why. My friend told me later that it's because it's um, good clothing and an affordable price. And it's just one of these places in Soho. It's really kind of kicking, I guess. She's at the cash register, so I had to go up. And I was like, oh, can I use this hand sign? Oh, I forgot you work here. And so she's like trying to, I, I know she thinks I'm funny, so she's laughing, but she's also busy, and she's also trying to pretend she doesn't know who I am. <laughs> and I, I just, I don't know, I said, so I was like, this is my sister. And she was so busy, but I had to say something because I just couldn't, you know, go, there two days in a row where I just couldn't say something. So, I mean, I really was there for 10 seconds, just said hello, and then I left. And I said, uh, I called her mom and I said, I, I think I got, or I texted her, I said, I think I got your daughter in trouble tonight. She goes, Yeah, she told me. <laughs> but it was fine. But it, well, it's just funny because my sister was just no help either. You know, it's like, I was like, No, my sister's here. But, you know, she just didn't look that her best either because we just looked like, we really just looked like, I guess, old people trying to kidnap somebody. I don't, that's the way, at least it. if I was a kid, it would seem in my mind, Oh, those are your parents' friends? What's the matter with them? Everybody looks horrible coming out of the hot weather and walking two miles. You know what I'm saying? It's very rare when you're going to find... Unless you're dressed in a in a, in a a suit made for exercising. Then everybody looks good. Or at least women usually do. But we weren't like that. We're like, oh, it's hot. So that was hilarious. But then, you know, Beth came and did the show. If you saw the Tuesday show, if you haven't, you should watch it. It's really fun. The Comedy Cellar Nightly Show. Beth came in and so did my nephew, Billy. He met us, took the subway down there, met us, and we had a really great show. It was so much fun to do. I hope you guys liked it, too, if you watched it. It was so much fun. Beth was, everyone was having a good time with Beth. They wanted to hear more stories. We showed, you know, pictures of us as kids in camp and stuff. It was really fun. And then uh, we went to get sushi afterwards. Billy was so excited, because I can't believe he likes it. He used to be such a picky eater, but he was so excited to go. And we took Mike with us, and Beth paid for everybody, and, you know, but of course I didn't get to finish. <laughs> we weren't running out. I guess everybody's finished. But she goes, "Oh no, you can finish your beer." See, it's always I'm just lagging behind. I guess because I'm never in a rush. But of course she had to drive home, so that's all right this time. But it was still funny. Like, no, no, finish your beer. And you know, while I was, st- I'm like, no, it's that's all right. <laughs> it's me. I don't know. I guess it's just me. It's just me. I guess I'm a, and I'm not a slow eater. I just was trying to take my time, I guess. I don't, I guess I order a lot more than everyone else or something. I don't know. But it was fun. And I had a sake and a beer and I was feeling pretty good. And then I walked Beth to her car and she got a ticket. I told her, no, you can't park. As soon as she told me where she parked, I'm like, that is not a good parking until after six. And she didn't know how the signs worked. I mean, it is complicated. And I'm like, no, it doesn't go that way. It goes this way. And she got a ticket. Lo and behold. In fact, when we walked up there, the first guy to the cellar to check on the car, we saw the cop there. I'm like, oh my god, maybe we made it in time. And then we saw the tickets on our car. He was going the opposite way. I'm like, um, sir, you, you you can't give two tickets, right? He goes, no. And I'm like, well, just leave it there. It's no use, and you know, you might as well. You're you're paying for your parking garage anyway. I mean, really, it was like fifteen more dollars than parking in a parking garage. In a way, it's actually better for fifteen extra dollars. You just get to you know leave on your own you don't gotta wait you don't gotta tip anybody I, I, it seems like it's not a bad deal uh 65 it would be 40 dollars for sure in a parking garage at least so oh maybe that's 25 more well yeah then i guess it's not paying well who knows how much that garage is down there but anyway we had such a good time so i'm then i'm like all right i gotta finish the walk because that's what i do now i'm going through washington square park i took some photos because it looked amazing it was uh much cooler evening, and the Washington Square Park looked great. It was just so much activity, and it's just amazing because, you know, everything seemed later because it was finally dark, and because I am I leave work so early, I just assume it's always midnight, but I think it was only 9 o'clock, and lo and behold, I, right at the end, I run into this um, guy, my friend David, and his daughter who actually came to see me at Sarah's show at Pier 17. Like, I mean, I've seen this. I knew this girl before she was born. And they used to live in my building here. But I've also worked with this guy since the early 90s, like at my first job. And we've been friends ever since. He's in the football pool. I'm friends with his whole family. His wife, both of his kids. I don't know the the son. He's um him I never got to know. They moved out of town. And we run into each other. And I'm like, oh, it's weird. I was just thinking about you guys today. And they're like, well, we were just talking about you because whenever they're in town, they're like, should we call Jessica so I can't believe I ran into them. We were talking for a while. We were having a nice talk. And I'm like, why don't we just get a drink? So I go back to my bar where I, where I wasn't going because my friend wasn't working and I didn't know the guy who was working, but it turned out the guy who was working was excellent. And we went back to the bar and we had a couple of drinks and we had the best time and we were laughing so hard and having such a good time. There was so much to catch up on. I mean, we haven't known each other a long time. His daughter is a delight. And like I said, you know, she came to... Uh, see uh, me and Sarah at Pier 17 so like I know you know now she's like what 22 I guess she lives in DC but she comes up every once in a while and uh, boy it was really super fun and then they're like do you want to ride home and I'm like no I don't want to take you guys out of here they're like no it's it's on the way I guess they go up the FDR drive and I'm like no I gotta walk I gotta finish the walk and then I'm like what the fuck am I do you know what I'll take the ride <laughs> so you're saying uh, I've been you know Running around this whole day. I got to go to work. I got to wake up at 5.30 in the morning. It's already midnight. All right, I'll take the ride. But I felt guilty. I'm not getting my exercise in. But at that point, you know, do I really, you know, because by 23rd Street, I would have been like, should have taken that ride. So that was, that was really good. <laughs> so I think I got, I guess I got home around midnight or maybe later, you know, I got to wake up early. But I like to pretend that I don't have to wake up early. You know, I like to pretend, oh no, it's no big deal. Uh you know, I like to pretend that I'm like, oh, I don't have a job that I have to wake up ridiculously early for. Don't worry about it. But that but it was super fun. And and at this point, everybody paid for everything. So I paid for nothing. You know I like that. The dinner, the drinks, it was fantastic. Also, my friend Lee, who we call straight Lee because he's a homosexual, you know, he he he's opening that. Uh, a speakeasy over the uh, the the chicken wing place in Queens so he's like do you want to get dinner on Wednesday I'm like yes uh, UFC he's like yeah but I guess he didn't want to go I don't know he doesn't like spending time I was very excited about going out there I was inviting some people and then of course Wednesday he called and canceled I was furious but he's like hey can you help me with the bar when I open it which of course he's been talking about for two years so I don't know when this is going to open but he's like can you bartend you know just for a couple of hours you know, so I can get things. And I'm like, um, I would, but I, I I, can't. I get nervous mixing drinks, and I'm afraid to take people's money and make change. He's like, well, can't you just kind of watch the bar while I have to do stuff? And I'm like, yeah, I could do that. I mean, I can open a bottle of beer. I could put everybody on credit until you get back. <laughs> but I thought that would be funny, just um, leaving work, going to Queens and, and bartending. I mean, technically, I wish... I had a skill in bartending, you know I tried once my people. but I felt bad talking to everybody and then charging them. I feel bad you're having a good conversation, yeah, that'll be twenty bucks, but I thought you were my friend. I am your friend. what am gonna do so i don't you know that's the thing about bartending you know you gotta run the line and I wasn't good at that, and then you know the people that were trying to teach me like get out <laughs> can't blame', them but I wish I did have a bartending skill It sure would be good, and of course, you know making a couple of extra dollars um after work if I'm not doing anything, why not but I like the offer. I like the offer. We'll see what happens with that. So, yeah, on Wednesday, I went, to, so I was planning on, this happened, this is the second time it happened, where I'm like, well, am I going out? I was planning on going out after work, and then I got canceled again, that's what happened last week, too, so I'm like, fine, you know, I'll just walk home. Meanwhile, I'm at lunch with my new friend, you know, who came on the uh, Tuesday show the other day. I had mentioned this other girl that we eat with, um... I usually eat with these two girls and this other girl lives in Queens. So I said, listen, if you want to come to this chicken wing place, I'm going there. Well, I guess, I guess the, my first friend, uh, you know, she told me later in a uh, team's messages on Microsoft, like, you know, if you want to just hang out with, I guess, so if you just want to hang out with Julie, you know, that's fine. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, no, it's fine. If you don't want to have lunch with me all the time, you want to have lunch. I'm like, what? I love having lunch with you. It's the only reason I'm still working there. Uh, apparently, she took umbrage for she, she's got a husband and a kid, like a two year old. So it, it wouldn't occur to me to ask her out anyway. But I really was only logically thinking maybe this girl would want to come because it's on her way home. But I, I, I guess I, uh, God, I she took, um, she was uh, upset about it, you know. And I said, no, I, I swear, it's uh I, I felt I felt guilty, but it's so funny I mean, why does this happen to me at every job I'm at where like you know now I'm gonna get scorned again she's like well she like he likes somebody better than me and I, I, it's it's kind of funny I mean I'm like no I swear I, I I didn't know I mean you could come too i I didn't think anybody would want to travel to Queens to have chicken wings, especially somebody's mom <laughs> you know when she's certainly young enough to didn't Look like somebody's mom, but I just wasn't thinking that way. I didn't say that because that's all we needed, right? We had another situation on our hands here. But it's just kind of funny. Like, no matter where I go, I don't know. It's like the girls like, like me. And then, you know, if you ask them out or try to kiss them, then they get like, what are you doing? And then they get angry if I don't hang out with them. I can't figure it out, although no man can. I don't know what is happening. But it's just funny that it continues to happen. What can I say? Obviously, I am extremely charming. Although you would never guess that from this podcast or anything else. (laughs) Or if I show up to your daughter's store, uh, you know, looking, you know, with my shirt tucked in, looking really fat, wearing a knapsack and sweating profusely. (laughs) Apparently, that is where the charm ends. So, (laughs) uh, sir, can I, can I, I'm going to kindly ask you to leave. Yes, I understand. I'll do that right now. But you're sure she's not in. I really am friends with her family. They don't know I'm here, but I just thought it would be cool to say hello. (laughs) Maybe you could tell her to meet me outside in the back. You have a back door, right? (laughs) Listen, I'm an idiot. What do you want me to tell you? So Thursday, my cleaning lady comes, right? And without me prompting anything, and you know, I was talking about this last week. She goes, Listen, I got to get out of here. The Bronx is the worst fucking place. I got to move to Mexico where I'm from. I bought a house there. How come every cleaning lady I've ever had owns a house somewhere or owns a piece of property? How is this possible? I don't think I'm paying them that much where they're able to purchase a house. I guess in Mexico, it's a lot different. And she's saying, well, this is the way it's going to look. And she has, like, animation of the way it's going to look. Meanwhile, she's showing me, and I'm, like, furious. I'm, like, i got to put a stop to this. I can't lose her. I love her. But she was telling me, i got to get out of the Bronx. The Bronx is horrible. There's, like, you know, shootings, and and people are just awful, and they're mean. And I'm, like, I was just talking about this on my podcast. Can you come on the podcast and reiterate what I was saying? Because nobody believes me. So that kind of made me happy. Anyway, I leave and I go to my uh, my mom's. You know, it's Thursday. And I say, oh, I'm not sure what I'm doing today. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going. I'm just going to head to Rhoda's. I text my friend who works at United Airlines. And I say, oh, do you want to have dinner tonight? I guess I was thinking he wasn't going to text back for it. He never texts back that quickly. So I said, just, you know, dinner tonight. Because, you know, I always, every Thursday, I ask if he wants to have dinner. So... I decide, you know what? I see a Burger King. I'm like, I'm just going to bring that to my mother's. I'm sick of going out with her. It's too hot to leave the place. I don't want to go downstairs anymore. Mad at the fountain soda situation, as you know. I don't have to tell you that. And uh, I just stop at a Burger King, and I'm like, well, I'll get Burger King. I'll eat it while I'm there. And, of course, while I'm in the drive-thru, the guy texts back, yeah, that sounds good. He always says no. (laughs) He's like, yeah, it sounds good. I'm like, "Ma fuck. I definitely wouldn't have gotten Burger King if I knew I was having a steak dinner tonight, which I know that's where he always wants to go. Not just, I mean, I want to go there too, but I'm just saying. So I'm like five o'clock. It's already, it's already like 12.15 and I'm at Burger King at the drive-thru, but it's taking long. I'm like, should I get out? Should I just get the car and get out? But I felt bad. I bought the thing. Meanwhile, I just got the Whopper meal and I, they're like medium or large. I'm like large, I guess, I, I don't know. That was after I think I knew we were having dinner, so I don't know why I said large. It's not like McDonald's where you want to get extra fries, so I don't know why I said large. I said large. So I was thinking of fountain soda, and then I'm like, if I have a whole fountain soda, that's, I'm not going to want to eat it four hours later. But I'm waiting, and, and it was $15. $15 for just a sandwich, some onion rings, and a soda. That's, that's expensive, I thought. So anyway, again, I go to my mom's and I eat it. But I was pretty good about it. like I didn't finish it, I didn't order anything else, and I didn't finish the soda. I drank like a quarter of it because I was really now as nervous, I'm like, I'm having a full steak dinner in this heat at five o'clock, and it's one o'clock now. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. But that's what we, um, you know, that's, I couldn't believe he said yes to this one time. You know, normally he just always says, no, I can't do it today. I can't do it today. So I really just thought it wasn't going to happen. So, And I had all these things I wanted to do today. I wanted to go to the mall. I wanted to get my friend Lee a gift. And I wanted to get gas. And I wanted to do all this stuff. It's just so funny that he, I actually had plans this time. And he actually said yes, which is fine. Obviously, I want to take that guy out. He's been nothing but helpful, right? And then he goes, yeah, and Don will come too. And I'm like, fuck. Just financially fuck. Otherwise, I don't care. Because Don... Uh, gave me this new fire stick, you know, with that stuff where I like with the British TV on it, stuff so I can watch the British shows live, which I really like seeing, you know, the, the news shows in London at 1 o'clock in the morning here where it's like 7 o'clock in the morning there. You know, I don't know why. It's a thrill for me. I don't know why. So he got me. So, I, you know, I deserved to take all these, these two guys out. And we, went, oh, and we went to this Longhorn Steakhouse in Woodbridge, New Jersey, right off Route 9. My mother lives off Route 9, so it couldn't have been any easier. The place, it, and it's, it's, uh, well, it's awful. It's not, I prefer Outback. I love Outback Steakhouse. And Longhorn just wasn't as good. Like, the, I got an appetizer, I got this shrimp. It was awful. I said, send it back. And it was $12. And it was, I thought it was just going to be like, you know, five or six shrimp, but it was like fried. It was just so bad. I'm like, look, I can't eat this. It's awful. But, I, but they gave me a huge chopped salad, which was the best part of the meal, actually. And then I ordered a, like a ribeye. I think it's called the outlaw ribeye. Well, I tell you, that's when you know Wolfgang's is just the shit. Because this is just, it's not that it's bad, but it's not good. And it's tough and weird and still, I mean, it's a good time. We all ordered the outlaw ribeye, but it's a bone in, which I don't like. And I was going to get the regular, but then the other guys were getting the outlaw. And it sounds fun to get the outlaw ribeye. What's the difference between the ribeye and the outlaw ribeye? He's like, well, one's cooked over an open flame and one's fried up in a pan. And I'm like, well, the open flame sounds like the way to go. Then I say to myself, how do they cook it at Wolfgang's? I don't even know. Wouldn't you say they would cook it over an open flame? Isn't that what you do at a steakhouse? Fry it up in a pan? That's like ordering a Big Mac where they just put it in the microwave. But anyways, and then I got a baked potato. And of course, I get the extra loaded stuff. So that was delicious. I got to say that was delicious. And I got some iced tea. And the meal came for the three of us, it was like 125 bucks. So maybe it was 150 in entirety. So three steak dinners for 120 bucks its pretty good. Then they wanted to go, and I didn't have any problems with that this time. It wasn't like, hey, you guys want to get dessert? But we were eating at five o'clock. Who cares? The guy we were with, he cleans pools. He's like, I gotta get back. <laughs> He's like Buttermaker out of the bad news bears. I clean pools. <laughs> That's see. But I got a picture. I was like, I'm not gonna. I didn't take a picture of the food. I remember not taking a picture of the food because it didn't look. It didn't look as spectacular as my lunches did this week, where I completely took pictures. It's pretty bad if a restaurant it wasn't picture worthy, but the at my cafeteria was an unbelievable meal of uh, chicken with hoisin sauce. Wait till you see it. A little dumpling on top. It was fantastic. One of the best meals I've had there since the uh, enchiladas I had last week, which were fantastic. In fact, this week oh I right, already that's, oh that's right. Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday they had a chicken meatball sub. And the girl that I'm hanging out with, she took the display item. And uh they were all looking for like somebody took the display item? We gotta find that girl, and they were all looking over the cafeteria. I didn't know it was her. And they're all looking over the cafeteria, and the guy's so angry that he let the display item somebody take the display item because I guess he thought it was an attorney, not you know a, a low person on the totem pole like us. So they were going through the cafeteria, and then and then when I sat down, she goes, "You know, it was me that took the display." And I'm like, "Get the fuck out!" That is hilarious. <laughs> she goes, "Yeah, he had to make me a new sandwich." I felt really bad, and I'm like, "No, this is hilarious." And I told everybody. She's like, "Don't tell anybody." And I'm like, "No, I'm telling everyone," and I did. Because then like four other people joined us, which was so nice. Especially this intern whose last day is Monday. She's 19. Well, you would never have guessed. I thought she was like 20. You're like, oh, I heard your last day is Monday. And she's like, yeah, you know. And But she's like, dress nice. And I'm saying like in a business, it's like in a suit. You would never guess she was 19. Nobody like 19 looks like that in the sense of uh, look. She looked more presentable than half of the attorneys I've seen dressed. Like, and I've told you the way the women mostly dressed at the office, it's not as good as the men dress. It's weird. But this little intern was dressed really business like. It was very impressive. That's why I was surprised he was 19. So it's even funnier to you know, be eating lunch with uh, you know, somebody my nephew's age. But that's what an internship is. So there's a bunch of um, people that I guess are leaving because they got to go back to school. You know, you forget when you're working that it's the summer and there's, you know, people work or go to school. It's just so weird. I'm so detached from that. So after the steak, you know, you're outside and it's hot. Um, I'm nervous about my car starting because like, every time I turn it on, the ignition, it's like, mm, sounds like it's not going to start. But then it does. And can you imagine waiting around for AAA and the heat when your car is not working? No air conditioning and stuff. Oh, my God. I go to Menlo Park Mall. And Joe, oh, no, first I went to the storage space. I haven't been in the storage space a long time, and I know it's not climate controlled. I'm like, let me take a look at what's going on in there. I walked in, it's, it's burning hot in there. I'm like, I bet you my record albums are melting, but I can't get to them. They're all the way in the back. I was planning on redesigning the, the storage little place that I have, but, you know, I got the job and everything happened, so I hadn't been able to get over there. And now it's way too hot to be in there. And before when I had left, it was way too cold. And it's not climate controlled. So it's hard. And, of course, I told you they have no bathroom. But now, of course, I can use my friend Lindsay's bathroom before I do anything. So I can rework it out. I just got to put all this stuff on eBay and then just keep getting rid of stuff. And then I'll be able to finally get rid of that thing. But the records, unfortunately, like an idiot, are all the way in the back. And they might be melting. Who knows? It's really hot in there. That's why it was so cheap. It's not climate controlled. But I wanted to check it out. And um, now I'm sorry I did. I'd rather not know because now it's bothering me I'm like oh man my albums my vinyl so then i went to the mall and i talked to joe and i was telling him about this and he goes oh you got it what do you go to spencer gifts and i'm like oh my god spencer gifts cuz i wanted to get a i wanted to get a birthday present for lee so tomorrow i'm going to my friend lee's birthday now i wasn't going to go now he's he lives up like state like by woodstock And he's having like a birthday party. His wife put together a birthday party for her. And I'm like, like, well, that'll be fine. You know, it's like, because they always ask me to come up and stay at the house. But this time, like, oh, you can't stay at the house. We have have guests and we have construction. I'm like, well, then where am I going to go? I don't have any money. This is before I got the job and everything. And I'm like, well, I can't go then. I can't go to my best friend's birthday. You know, go fuck yourself. I'm so angry. You're having it up there and not here. Oh, with your new Woodstock friends, jerk off. Have a, have a fun time with your snobby friends. I was so angry. So I had no place to stay or nothing to do or, or whatever. I just didn't. And, and, and you know, if you want to get a hotel there, it's like $200 a night. Plus, I got to work. So if it's, But if it was at their place, I could at least, you know, work. You know, usually I, I could stay in their house or something. And, you know, they're not going to care. Meanwhile, he's told me he's got bad Wi-Fi up there and everything. I'm like, That's, none of this is going to work out. So I just told him I wasn't coming. But then I felt bad. And I'm like, you know, let me see if I can work this out. So I decided, I made a decision a couple weeks ago that I was going to do this. I'm going to work on Saturday. I'm going to leave here at 4 o'clock. I'm going to travel two hours. I'm going to go up. I'm going to party. And then I'm going to come back down. I looked at the trip. I see a rest area where I can take a nap at. I just got to be back here at my house by 8 a.m. It's not going to be easy. That's why I can't bring anybody with me. I don't trust myself in the car. You know, I just I just I think I can make it to a rest area, power down for a little bit, and then I gotta make sure I can get back by eight in the morning. Who knows if my car's going to work properly, that's the problem. Can they get it fixed today? Where I can even use it and will it hold up on the trip? Who knows? Maybe it won't start when I leave. I don't know. So I'm hoping I can make it, you know, so I can work. I god, I'd hate to already use a sick day already i'm a little nervous but i'm gonna try and do it for my friend so i went to go buy him a gift i thought buying some of the spencer gifts would be hilarious especially if i can get one of their bags of course nobody has any bags anymore so what's the point point? and the gift is only funny if you know it's from spencer gifts but maybe they have something that says spencer gifts i don't know it would have been a funny gift because it was you know that store i told you about when we were growing up it's just stupid the fact that it still exists you know, fart machines and black black light posters. In fact, I could have gotten him a black light poster for you know, I don't know, fifteen bucks, and it would have been funny because I would have told him I got it at Spencer Gifts, and then he would have understand the gag, and then it means more than the fifteen dollars. You know, I was trying to get something you know fairly like a gag gift. That's all we ever get each other anyway. So, so when I get there, I was in Barnes and Noble first because for some reason I wanted to get a book. I wanted, to, I wanted to get a pocket book, not a pocket book, but like a small book, but it's called pocket books, Pocketbooks. pocket books. I don't know why I wanted a small book, something I can carry in my bag and read at the office when I'm not doing anything. And for some reason, I bought the Nutcracker because I didn't know that it was Alexander Dumas who wrote the Nutcracker. And I love the Three Musketeers. I'm like, well, let me read some of this other guy's work. And it was really tiny. And I'm like, well, I can handle this. And then I'm like, you know what I got to read? but I I couldn't buy it because the covers were too gay, is Emma. I mean, if I'm teaching a class in Clueless, I got to read the book that it's based on. I have to. It's required reading. So I got to get that book, but I got to get a better cover than what they have. They had an illustrated one. It was like $50. But it's fun to like go to the bookstore and pick it out. So I did that, but I should have gone to Spencer Gives first because It's eight o'clock, it's seven fifty now. Everything's closing. You know how angry I'm getting about this, right? The mall is shutting down. Now we all know, everyone knows malls were always open till nine thirty. So I didn't think for a second that I had any issue. In fact, I saw the outside Barnes and Noble has its own entrance, but it said it was open till nine. It said, here are our new storage hours, so I just assumed everything was back to normal. The mall's shutting down at 7.30. They start having the gates closed. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. This is a Thursday night. The mall's closing at 7.30. So Spencer Gifts is out. I go to another store. I think it's called FYE. Looks like, oh, I'm sure I can pick out something there. Closing. Everything was closing by 8 o'clock. The only thing that was open was bath and body work, so I was able to get some soap. I guess they make their own decision, but Jesus Christ. I mean, really, this is all COVID-related, so it's not just in Manhattan. The whole place is just a nightmare. You know, you, that's why, go, go ahead and make fun of me for having dinner at 5, 6 o'clock. Well, that's the new norm for everybody. Everything's fucking closing early, and it's really driving me crazy. I really never would have thought I didn't have enough time. Obviously, obviously, I would have gone to inside the mall first. If I knew, and wouldn't that be funny? I mean, it's just like, yeah, the mall's closing. I'm like, I can't get a break here. I keep getting kicked out of everywhere I go. And it's driving me insane. I know I got to leave. I go places earlier. I got to just keep remembering that. But I did dinner for it. Normally, I would have probably gotten there around 5 o'clock. And it would have been fine. So I go, there's a Target across the street. Maybe I can find something there. Maybe I can find something Giants related or some gag gift or something. And I'm looking and the pickings are slim. I don't know what to get this guy. But as it turns out, the last aisle I go, they actually have a... I was, I was thinking, actually, this is what I was thinking. I'm like, maybe I'll get him a spatula. He always does the cooking at the tailgates, at the Giants games. Maybe I'll get him, like, maybe if they have a gold spatula. You know, like a grill spatula. That would be awesome. You know, it's not something he needs, but it's a funny gift. And it, you know, it's a nice gift. Meanwhile, then I found they had a box. It's a, it's a New York Giants, like, grilling kit with the Giants logo on it. So I'm like, oh, my God. It's perfect. And I'm like, I'll get this. And I bought it to the counter, $50. And I'm like, what? I thought it was like 20 bucks. And then I started to panic a little just because I, you know, also paid for this meal. And I'm like, starting to go. I'm like, well, I know I have a job, but uh, be careful. That's what makes this car thing so horrible. You just want to be careful because, you know, I'm so good at spending I love buying people, you know, I love buying people drinks and I like taking people to dinner and I also like complaining about it too, but I really do enjoy it and just being able to buy stuff again. But you got to be careful because, you know, I don't make that much money and I want to start paying rent again. So then, so I go to the counter and I buy, I think it was that and a box of bubble gum. Maybe there was something else too. I don't know. Oh, was it a pen? Oh, it was some scotch tape. And because my mother was out of scotch tape. I'm like, oh, well, I'll get her it here. And, and I put it, I didn't bring a cart or anything. And I'm like, well, can I get a bag? And they're like, oh, we don't have bags. I'm like, well, don't you have a bag I can buy? No. Well, how do people get, what if I had bought more stuff? How do people get it? They're like, Oh, they put it back in their cart and then they take it to their car. And I'm like, well, what, what if you don't have a car? In the sense of, what am I supposed to do when I walk from my car to my house they don't care about that fuck you and your stupid bag shit you can't buy a bag for 19 cents Target can suck it too I'm sick of this no bag shit you can't shop anymore on a whim because nobody will give you a goddamn bag they gotta change that along with the plastic straws these fucking wooden straws or whatever these paper straws they're hard we gotta come up with another plan this is 2022. We have to have bags and some sort of straws that are going to help the environment. It can't just be nothing. There can't just be a, 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 a non... there can't just be something that was like, well, we'll just use nothing instead of coming up with a plan. It's really frustrating. And then, of course, of course, now I'm getting upset, right? I'm upset. The mall's closing, right? The... Uh, they're not giving me a fucking bag. I go out. It's pouring rain. Of course it is. Pile it on. Pile it on. And I'm like, there's no way to win. I'm just going to walk out. I go to the car. My, now my feet are getting wet. because it's, it's, uh, I mean, it must have it even poured even harder while I was in. I heard some rumbling, but I thought it was the air conditioner going on. But it was lightning and thundering and raining. It was really bad. And then I still had to get gas because even though I had plenty, I was like, no, I got to gas up because I always, you know, get it in Jersey and I got to travel four hours over the weekend. And then, of course, I'm driving in the car. I start hearing noises. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I, this, no, I'm sure it's nothing. But it's something. Pile it on. I make it to the parking garage. I look under the car. I see this thing and I'm like, well, maybe that's Nothing. But I got to take it to the garage today. Who knows what's going to happen that could spoil my weekend or would it make it better? I even look up rental cars today. But the rental cars, I'm like, all right, let me pick it up at 5 o'clock tomorrow. Drop it off at 5 o'clock Sunday. The rental car location you chose is closed at those hours. They close at 3 o'clock. I cannot win. They close at 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock. Come on. Everything's getting on my goddamn nerves. Everything. So I don't know what's going to happen this weekend. I mean, the plan is to go up state and then come back down. I can now. I can't record with Elon because I got to bring my car to the garage at three o'clock. Who the hell knows how much that's going to cost? Maybe it'll be nothing. Maybe something just came loose. And they can just screw it on. Of course, they can lie to me and charge me a whole bunch. Oh, that's really annoying. But then, you know, then so i going to record. So I don't, I'm going to be exhausted, and then Monday. I want to have people come to the bar that I hang out with. That'll be like my birthday party in a way. Monday, I'm just going to have people come to the bar when Lindsay's working from like five to midnight. Anybody can stop by, spend as much time as you want, hang out, just stop by and say hello. It's important. Then to go to work, which I was going to work from home. And I asked them, can I just work from home on Tuesday? Because I'm going to be drunk. And then I'm like, wait a minute, I got to go to the cellar and do the show. So I'm like, I'll oh, forget it. I guess I'll come in. And then I got to do the show Tuesday. Hopefully maybe get some good people to come up for a little birthday action show. And then Thursday I was going to go to the beach. So I get a call from the um, G- Gotham Comedy Club. They finally got me a spot. I mean, I've just been sending in my avails. and like, hey, can you do Thursday, August 11th? I'm like, God damn it. I'm away that day. I mean, I'm going to the beach. So I said to myself, well, this is it, I guess. I mean, clearly I'm not a real comic. It is a hobby for me because otherwise Alan would have taken that spot and said, I can't go to the beach. I got a spot at Gotham. And I chose the opposite way because I'm an idiot. So that was making me mad the entire day because I'm an idiot. But the fact of the matter is the last couple of weeks, I've just been saying, well, I guess I'm not doing comedy again. I guess I'm not doing comedy again. So I really didn't care. Plus, I have a plan for myself. And I'm just going to tell you what it is really quick at the end of this podcast. I'm going to put together not a one man show, but I'm going to do, I'm going to tape myself a special. Now, I don't know if it'll air anywhere. I don't know who would buy it, but I am going to plan a special. I'm going to plan three half hour specials. You ready for this? I mean, this is very ambitious. Now, first of all, I'm going to plan doing Love Actually somewhere in the city twice this year, uh, and once in November and December, right? The reading that I do, because why not, right? I should do that every year. But then I'm going to play on this special, wherever I tape it, wherever I decide to tape it, whether it's going to be at the West Bank or the Triad Theater or somewhere else, maybe even at Gotham. I'm going to tape my own special. It's going to be me, but I'm also going to have a band. I'm going to sing some songs, right? The way I'm going to do it is, it's like, first of all, I wanted to call it Dave Juskow, I Dare You to Cancel Me. Go ahead, cancel me or something like that. But then I thought it was better, I thought it was more funny to name the three specials. After the way they uh, do Shakespeare plays. Um, What what do you call it? Uh, In uh, not depicted uh, categories, you know, uh, tragedy, history, comedy. Right. So the first one would be history. And I, I, you know, whatever it is that I do and talk about this and then the tragedy, you know, talk about like I made this movie, (laughs) stuff like that. And then these girls died. And then the comedy, which, uh, I don't know, whatever it is, it's just, it's just the titles that make it funny. Dave Juskow, history, tragedy, comedy, whatever. The Shakespeare uh, categories. I thought that's a funny way to name a trilogy of specials. That's what I figured. I'm like, all right, so if nobody wants to put me, because I don't even want to be on shows with these horrible comics, I'm not saying I'm a great comic, but there's so many fucking horrible comics out there. Follow half of the girls that I follow on Instagram and you'll see bad fucking comedy. And these girls are working every night and they're they're pushing it, but they stink and they have nothing to say. Like we said Olga was always good, but Olga's the worst person in the world right now. And someday I'll be able to tell you why we don't talk anymore. Um, she betrayed trust of multiple people, including me and Sarah Silverman. So we are done with her, and, you know, it's bad. But, you know, as you know, I I still think she's a talented comedian, but she's just a fucking drunken mess. So, you know, who cares? But other than her, I haven't been able to find anybody that I really think has it or can go to the next level. So there's so much bad comedy out there. I don't even know whether I want to work anymore at some of these clubs besides the comedy seller, You know what I'm saying? And the comedy seller sometimes... I don't know who they're hiring there to work there either. So I'm very upset with the state of stand-up comedy. So I'm thinking, you know what, let me just do stuff on my own. Make my own way. Now that it doesn't really matter and I'm at a job again and I don't feel like I'm part of the community anymore, that's the problem. But, you know, things come and go as they were. But that's my plan and it makes me feel better Like that I feel like Well, at least I'll have something to work on. Meanwhile, when am I going to work on that? I'm already like, my Friday's already ruined. That's the only day I can do stuff. I mean, if I didn't have to see my mother every Thursday, I could at least have Thursday and Friday off. But now, you know, Saturdays and Sundays are ruined. I know everybody has this because mostly everybody does stuff on Saturdays and Sundays. And, you know, if you have kids, your Saturdays and Sundays are ruined anyway. So I guess it's kind of like that. I don't know. I don't want to complain about it. I just haven't had time to sleep, which I do want to complain about, but I shouldn't because lots of people are like that. Nobody sleeps. Got to wake up and do stuff, but I'm just used to sleeping, <laughs> and it's, I'm missing it. And, you know, I never sleep good. So I wake up in the middle of the night, watch TV, and I'm like, oh, let me just sleep for a couple hours, and then you can't sleep, and then, of course, five minutes before that alarm goes off, the most restful sleep anybody's ever had. I'm so glad Steel City Cobra thought, uh, felt the same way. On Patreon the other day when we spoke Anyway That is uh, Oh and then right And then for my actual birthday Which is Saturday I think my sister's taken me And my cousins To to that barbecue thing I went to last year for my birthday With uh, Alina and and Steve Which I love So she just kind of put it together And uh, I love that place And then I usually get sick From partying all this uh, week Because I'm going to go to the beach on Thursday And that's how I roll On the birthday week at this advanced age. I'm going to go for it all. I'm going to have a good time. B C. You got to listen to Imus. You got to listen to Imus. Imus. Anyway, that is the birthday show for the week. When we come back next week, I will tell you all about the week's birthday celebration. Let's hope that it's better than last year, which was pretty fucking bad. Although it really wasn't, because when I think about it, I did party four days in a row, which was really fun. So I guess we'll try and do that, but then I got really sick for like a, a month. Remember? I don't know if you remember. But totally worth it. It's the middle of August. Nobody cares. As long as you're ready to go by Labor Day for whatever comes at you. You know what I'm talking about? And this show will always survive. What do we got on Billy Joel this week? I think... Right the oh my god, the S is wrap up. What? How can you miss that? But no, then tell her about it. I love tell her about it. Where's tell her about it been? Well all the answers will come this week i'm Billy Joel A to Z. And don't forget to watch tonight, the Tuesday show at the Comedy Cellar. Because it, it is it will be my birthday show. Whatever it is, whoever I have on, it will be my birthday show. So that is the story, everybody, and have a great week. Have a I hope you're having a great summer and I'll see you next week on another episode of Just Cow in the City. Good night everybody.